You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. G'day guys, welcome to the round 20 live q and I'm your host TK, Jake's away today but we've got Jay Warrior and Riley in the house. Jay Warrior, how are you my man? Yeah, good, about as excited as a alcoholic in a brewery. <laughs> nice, have you got a little beer on you mate? I saw you chugging away no, no. in a Heineken last week. No, I'm on the, I'm on the coke tonight. Oh god. Yeah. And Riley, back for a, back for a second week, mate. You did an impressive debut, and it's good to have you back again, mate. Thanks, TK. Good to be here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, start getting your questions in. Before we get our questions in, we'll talk a little bit about trades and kind of where we're at at the moment. But Jay Warrior, what are we thinking in terms of trades this week? Yeah, it could be decided in the last ten minutes tonight. <laughs> I've got one definite, and that's uh, Marnie out. And Reese Robson in. Okay. So I think I love that one. And then I'm contemplating getting rid of Elliot. I just, the Ricky factor is starting to scare me and downgrading to a defeater. And then bringing in Ezra Mam for Butcher. Yeah, who would have, no, th- other way around, who would have thought that you'd be downgrading Adam Elliot for David Fafeta? It is the weirdest trade of all time, right? Yeah. And Ross, what are we doing this week, man? Um, I was wanting to hold money just for that second hooker cover, but I think I'm going to have to pull him for Haas, and then Frizz cannot hold him any longer. So Butch is too good to ignore this week. Dual position, job security, you've got to have him on the run home, especially yeah. with my team value not so high. Um, he's going to be really important for the run home for me, I think. His price is really, really impressive, Butcher, for the quality yeah. that he brings. But on the same, mate, Frizzell gone yeah. to Haas, going to cash down Cola to Embi, and then probably at this stage either go and read money to either Cookie or Murray. I'll decide a little bit later in the show. I'm going to loop RFM. But, boys, plenty of questions here already. Let's go for a few of them. <laughs> this one already, Jordan Broom, he's loving it. 13-plus Manny. That would be paying a lot of money if they get up tonight. It would be one of the most incredible... Performance of all time. But let's get in some real questions. Crick Walker. Now, he's trading in one of either Butcher or Dwayne. Now, Jay Warrior, what's your thoughts on this one? Because we've got a, a duel both ways, but one's a back, one's a forward. Who would your preference on this one? Well, with the news coming out today that it looks like Brooks has gone for three to six weeks, mm. then it is Dewey Train Choo Choo get on board. Because last week it disappointed me that he didn't kick enough. Uh, I don't know if there was an issue, but Brooks seemed to be running all the kicking metres. Well, now Dewey's just going to get all those kicking metres back. Mm. And, uh, yeah, but, yeah, as uh, El Paso says, why not get both? (laughs) Mate, at their prices, 
And if you got trades, you could do it. But, Riles, the thing with this one, like, Butch, I know you're trading him in this week. You've just got safe points, I feel. I think he's going to knock out a 50 to 55. Dewey's probably got the higher upside. But like as Jay Warrior said, his kick meters dried up last week because they were giving pretty much all the kicks to Brooks. But this might switch around this week because we did see the previous two games against Penrith and against the Warriors. He may have huge kick meters, Dewey. So it's one of those things like Jay Warrior said, if you can, if you can actually get both, get both. But who would your preference? I think too, TK, in that team, there's a lot of uncertainty. Like, they could get flogged the next two weeks and bring either Jock Madden in or drop Jock Madden mm. and Hastings stays at lock or moves from lock into the halves. So it's a tough one. There's a lot of upside there for him, especially in the next couple of weeks, I think. But if you're inside that top 1,500, I would be going butcher just for that safety and um, holding on to that spot if you've got to make a... A dash, though, Dway, he could be a man. Yeah, what I like about Dway as well, I'm expecting Cleary to get rested for one of the rounds. So he could provide really, really good cover. Plus, if you are running short on trades, and it might be your last trade, he's probably he's a pretty good wing fullback as well. So two good options there, Chris. I would probably get them both in. Boys, next question, Aaron Nant. So his question is, Teddy, is he a good captain this week? Boys, let's talk captains. Jay Warrior, who are you captaining? Uh, well, last week I said that I was captaining uh, Cleary, and then I didn't look at my team after the show, and I was stuck on Hines. So I was very relieved to get a couple of bonus points, but um, probably, yeah, so I'm going to stick with Nico Hines. I'm loving Nico Hines, and uh, he's for me. Mate, I'm going to stick with him for the rest of the season, given the Sharks draw. And I'm thinking, because I'm ranked 197, everyone above me is going to be captaining Cleary. So if I actually want to make a dent, I'm going to be backing. I'm going to be backing Hines, who's got a higher average than Cleary anyway. But Riley, who are you captaining this week, man? I'm going to stay safe and go Cleary. I think I do have other options. Like if I wanted to go real dangerous, I could go Burton with the matchup. Um, I perhaps against the Panthers. Um, I saw he scored. Was it high nineties last time he played him? So there's upside for him there. Um, Teddy, I just don't. Yeah, there's not that uh, high floor in Teddy. He's got to rely on those attacking stats and all that sort of stuff. Cleary just scores in so many areas. He can easily accumulate 50 or 60 points. Teddy. I think one thing to think about Cleary this week, though, is that um, no, Sullivan's, Sullivan's come in, and Sullivan's mm-hmm. got a good kicking game, so yeah. I reckon he might steal a few kicking metres off Cleary. So that... that Basically, was the tipping point for me this week. Well, there are. What is going to be the? Yeah, they're an untested pair. Sullivan right? and Cleary. Yeah, they're an untested pair. There's a lot to. I reckon Parramatta might beat them, but with Teddy, he scored an 88 last week. His tackle breaks were out of the control of, over the last kind of what six weeks. Over the last six weeks, he has scored eight, five, six. Sorry, I'm going again. Sorry, mate. Nine, seven, six, nine, ten, and ten tackle breaks. He's on fire at the moment, <laughs> Teddy. Could it be even worse tonight? Because he'll be playing some sick players from reserve grade that have never sort of felt the hip shimmy, and he'll just be palming them off. The problem could be that he could go off after 60 minutes because they're up 40 nil, mm. and he didn't get a try in the first 60. So that's the only concern. But I think he'll get another 10 tackle breaks tonight. Yeah, I think the only reason why they wouldn't take him was I think they need the for and against. I think it's going to get really tight for that eighth spot, but I think you make a good observation. He scored, a, what, a seven, an 88, 
and he only played 74 minutes last week. So maybe towards those minutes, but it's a good observation for sure. Next question, boys. Scott Lucas Tedesco, I think he said the same one. You can keep going. Jeremy Kotlet, keep Moses or use two trades to upgrade to DCE. Now, this that's the biggest thing, right, Riley, because... Moses is a good upgrade to DCE if you can do it in one. I feel if you have to do it in two, then I think you're using too many. I agree, and especially early on, uh, making those two trades this week as well, I think maybe round 23 do that, uh, just in reference to my article today. But, yeah, I wouldn't be doing those two trades now for sure and leaving yourself with only two to cover injury suspensions on the run home you're probably going to have more problems in your team than just getting DCE. Yeah, speaking of articles, Riley wrote a really good piece, Falling Gun, which he kind of switched around this week. He did four options for your four last trades. A really good article, so check it out at TalkingLeaguePod.com while you listen to us now. Now, next question, Jay Warriors, from Chris Cook. Now, he goes, evening there. His thoughts on Collar to Mbai and then RFM to Murray. His current rank is pretty good at 403, so he kind of wants to go for it. Just leaves him two trades, though, and an emergency of Booth, Kennedy, Mbai, and Matamua. Is that too weak? I'm putting a seat on Cleary this week. Now, Jay Warrior, it's one of those things that the emergencies will dry up as we go towards the end of the season, but what's your thoughts on these trades? Yeah, everyone's been talking about Mbai here, and I think it's been promoted <laughs> by the Talking League boys. I I just think it's disgusting. It's you might as well put Will Kennedy in the team. Like well, he offers nothing. He's going to get you fifteen points uh, if you need him, and if you need fifteen points, there's bigger problems. I I know we need a cash out, and we, we're trying to do it that way, but I probably prefer to go. RFM and maybe not go to the top of the tree at Murray and if you haven't got Haas or Defeater and then even bump up in by to somebody that's going to, if you, because his bottom four are pretty weak, aren't they? You know, that's, mm. he's got Will Kennedy in by Matamua. Like, there's three great duds. I guess you, you probably want like a bit of a mid-ranger as your 18th man, right? Like, for for example, mine at the moment is Ezra Mam, And I think that's a pretty decent 18th man because he's nearly tracking 500 grand. He's in a very good Broncos team. And he should score kind of like a high 30s, low 40s week to week. Yeah. And if you can even have a couple of players that you're thinking, oh, they're actually um, loop options at the bottom end. Mm. So, like, for myself, I've got between Suwale and Jack Bird, you know, as to who I'm going to get the points from this week and I can just loop one. Um, yeah, if you can find someone cheap, it might be worth taking a punt on Jock Madden. I know he hasn't been named mm-hmm. yet, but if he gets that number seven, he averages 42 when playing 80 minutes. Now, under the current setup, I don't think he's going to get 42, but if you had to plug him in and get 30 points from him, he's going to be better than Mbai. Yeah, Jock, Jock Madden is a pretty good one. Is it 317k? A little bit more expensive. You'll be expending out at probably 100k. I guess it depends on his bank situation, but a good shout out there. We saw a little bit of form from Jock Madden this year, so maybe have a little look at Jock Madden there, Chris. All right, next question. Todd Mayo. Now, he wants to go Jason Tamulolo and a cola to Haas and Nat Butcher. Now, Riley, this, this just seems like a massive upgrade on both. So I'm keen on this one. Your thoughts? It is an upgrade, TK, but as you just said, Kohler is your 18th man. I really like because he gives you that dual wing fullback cover. Mm. So 
I think on the run home, that's going to be handy, especially with Cleary. Probably going to miss round 25, maybe even round 24 if they're going really well and he decides to go back to Bali. So you could keep Kohler there, sub him into your wing fullbacks and potentially just go Lolo to Butcher. Um, yeah, but I do like – it is an upgrade, as you said. But, yeah, I'm just hesitant on Kohler at the moment. Nice. All right. Good thoughts there. Next question, Shay Sturgis. Now, we're going three trades this week. He's going Puppenhausen, Kohler, and Frizzell out to Haas, Holmes, and Butcher. Now, Jay Warrior, before we go on, uh, have you had a little look at Valentine Holmes? He's been pretty impressive over those last three weeks. As I mentioned, he did have a lot of offloads, a lot of tackle breaks, but he is a genuinely good player. But what's, what's your thoughts on the fantasy relevance of him, mate? Yeah, I heard you talking him up this week, and I thought, are you trying to get people above you to pick him because you're trying to get past him? Because I just don't think he's still relevant for me. Like, there's so many better options in that centre role that why do you need to even look at him? You know, like, if you need a centre, there's three better centres that I can think of instantly, and he's not cheap anymore. If you picked him up at 500, happy days, you've done well. But now that he's 700, it's not worth going near him. He's not 700. So, he's 600 and something. He's very low 600. 609. Yeah. Oh, 609? Yeah. yeah. I think that changes. I'll tell you why it changes it. Him versus Dwayne, when you think Dwayne's 80K mm. less, I'd rather have Valentine Holmes on the way home than Adam Dwayne. You think the Cowboys, a Cowboys team that is absolutely rolling in the top four versus they've got some really like lower teams in this run home team as well. And then they've got Penrith in the last round where they might rest the entire team. I reckon Holmes is going to outscore Adam Dwayne and do it quite well. Should we have a wee challenge on this? Maybe like eat three raw eggs, whoever's wrong. <laughs> no chance. But, mate, the problem that with that, you, the, only, the only problem with that, you do that on a daily basis. So it's not really a challenge, mate. <laughs> I'll pick your poison. Mate, actually, yeah, ladies no and gentlemen, course, ladies and gentlemen, listening at the moment, do you, do, do you agree with TK or do you agree with Jay Warrior? Who will outscore each other? Valentine Holmes versus Adam Dwayne. I would love to hear your thoughts in the comments. Next question, Isaac Barnes, captaincy choices. I think we've gone through that one as well. Next one is Shazel. Do I trade Moses to Teddy this week or hold in faith? Now, Rolls, this is an interesting one, going from a half to a wing fullback. What's your thoughts there, man? I guess that's, we've got to consider that a luxury upgrade there, TK. Moses, we've covered him pretty well. Like He's going to score a 40 one week, 70 another week. And for Parra to make the finals on the run home, like from three to eight or even nine, it's pretty congested there so Moses is going to have to go big um there's going to be more 70s than 40s on the run home probably so I'd be tempted to hold Moses uh for that reason but I can see uh why you would want to go to Teddy but yeah I would just hold what what I noticed about Mitchell Moses there Raleigh is against the good teams Parramatta's field position goes down and his kick meters go dramatically up because against mm. the Porter teams, they win the middle battle quite comfortably but then can't put the points on. Like, for example, last week against the Broncos, who aren't a low team, but he had 213 kick meters. Against the Tigers, he only had 269. But against the Rabbitohs, he had 548. Dropped again against 
what, against the Bulldogs at 290. Went up again against Manly and the Raiders and against the Roosters. He had 754 kick metres last time he played Penrith. So I think tomorrow it might be kind of in that ballpark as well, about five to 600 mark as well. So I don't think you should trade out Moses, especially with the Parramatta draw. They have a very, very tough draw to finish the, mm-hmm. finish the season. Next question, Ryan Eddington. Now, he wants to go Ezra Mem hits or Lolo to Haas. Why don't we do this first part, Jay Warrior? Who's your preference? Like, I know that it's a lot easier to go from Lolo to Haas, but is that a bit of a luxury trade? Well, I think if we read on in the rest of the question, he talks about if he trades out Mam, it leaves him no half cover on the bench. Mm. And that's probably the key problem for him is that one of his halves is probably Nathan Cleary, and we're all worried that he's getting rested in the last round. And that leaves him missing out on 50 points at season's end. So maybe he might be better off going Mam to Adam Reynolds because he's in that same price as Haas, and then he's got the cover, plus he still gets that 55 average. So that could be a, a, a different option that he wasn't thinking of yep. because going low, low to Haas is, as you say, a luxury trade. Yeah, nice. I like it. All right, anything else in there? Hey, fellas? No, I think that's great. I think I was thinking the same thing with Cleary because the only way I was going to cover Cleary that way if I got rid of Ezra Mam at the time was if I pushed Burden and Hines up to halves, but then you're short and you wing fullbacks and your centres. So you've got to think about that as well. Next question, Nathan Saxelby. Now, what to do with Ryan Madison? You know what? Uh, this is a real interesting one, boys, because I think Ryan Madison's been affected by the rain in Sydney a lot. You think about Parramatta having to change their style of play. Obviously, you're a little bit more conservative in the rain there, Riley, but have you had a little look at Maddo and he kind of his decline, especially since he's come back from that rib injury? Sort of TK, but not really. I've never been super high on him, especially when he's been starting at lock because he's using up two interchanges then. He's not an 80-minute lock. When he was on the bench, he's coming on after 15, 20 minutes and playing out the game. So he's only getting 40 minutes now compared to what he used to at 60. So, yeah, I just see better options. You've got your Haas, uh, Tohu's come back, Crichton, IPAPs, there's plenty of better options there, I think. So I wouldn't be bringing him in, but I would be holding. Yeah, great observation. Because at the time, mate, like I just could not pay 800 grand for a player like Ryder Madison. I've just never done it, and I don't mm. think I ever will. I wanted him when he went on that tear. Don't get me wrong, but it's one of those hot streaks. I think you've got to get on him, get on him early. Mm. Otherwise, just avoid. And I think he's on a down run at the moment. And you're going to have that time on the run home where... Um, it might finally click for Arthur that he's got to go back to that bench forward. Yeah, absolutely. Great observation also on the interchange. Jakey's back. He's listening. I don't know what he's doing. He's banned from coming on today. Cowboys 13 plus. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's go quickly to Josh. Who should I captain out of Teddy or Cleary? I think Cleary, I think, well, Teddy, if you really want to send it and you don't care. Cleary, if you actually want to go a little bit conservative. Here we go, Mr. Kyle Lomas. He wants to captain... Monster this week, Jay Warrior. Now, he is just a little bit crazy. He wants to captain Munster, but put a 100 on Warrior. So he's a little bit confused, our friend Kyle Lomas. Yeah. No, that, I can't handle haters. Come on, Kyle. You're better than that, man. Don't do not do it. Because there's nothing worse than having it. I, I almost refuse to captain any player playing against the Warriors because I've been in a room with someone that's done it 
and they're fist pumped as their player scores against their own team. And it just, <laughs> you know, it's Coffin. I've seen a few players do that as well. Next question, Matthew Kirsner, who's your top scorer this week for Game Day Squad? I'm going to say, ooh, Nico Hines, I'm going to say. So big shout-out at Game Day Squad. Check him out at gamedaysquad.com.au. Next question, James Gilbert. He's got a question. Thanks, James. Who else is fighting their household over football versus the last episode of Neighbours? Wow, is that tonight? Whose stupid idea was this to put on an hour after the usual time slot on the same night, the game? Yeah, great observation again, James. Like... We're going to miss Neighbours. I haven't watched for a little while, but good old Toadie. Two televisions, come on. Exactly. These days, mobile. Charlie Walters, Havili to Nat Butcher. Leaves me three trades and a loop option. Talon May and also Ma'am. Or Ramsey and Havili to Murray and Embiid with two trades left and no cash. Now, Jay Warris, it's an interesting one because I think Havili is a massive sellout. Cookie's going to be back to 80 minutes every week from here on in. It's a very interesting bench, though. I still think he might have 30 minutes on there, but I think Cameron Murray's minutes are going to go dramatically up. He played 80 minutes last week. But what's your thoughts on this one, going the three trades or going the two trades? I like the three-trade option, but yeah, if, you can, if you're comfortable looking at your team and you only had to use two trades, definitely do it. I look at my team if I do one trade, and I'm not very comfortable, so I've had to pull the trigger and do three trades, and I look at my squad this week and think, it's a pretty good squad. Two injuries later, I will be hating my team, but <laughs> at the moment, I like it. Well, we all. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is this time of the night, one of our favourite songs. Corbs, you're back from Coffs Harbour, mate. How's the? You went pretty well up there, mate. Yeah, we're good into the uh, top four of the statewide comp. So, boys are uh, cruising along pretty well. They're in um, top eight in the other one. We've still got a couple of games to catch up, but hopefully we can keep cruising on through on that one too. So I love it. Shout yeah, out. Good. What's the school called, mate? Give him a shout out. Uh, Callan College, Jesmond, repping uh, up in Newcastle. I'm sure you'll get All f- the Newcastle teams got through, actually, to the... Uh, for this section, so it's good. Go Newey. All right, Corbs, a little bit unlucky over the last couple of weeks, but you've been telling me that you got bounce back factor all over you. What do we got this week, man? I was about to say with that song, I'm nearly due to go back to the um, the piss take one because I haven't been good <laughs> with the bet. <laughs> Still really holding on to that first week. I'm going tonight, going to kick us off well. Roosters are going to give him a hide, and Crichton, he's any time. I'm going back to him. He, he nearly got it for me before, but that edge, they've decimated. He's up against Bullimore, uh, who's a, a uh, 70s porn star, Morgan, oh, Morgan Harper. Harper. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't, I don't know who their winger is, but, yeah, that just screams defensive errors. So, Angus cried at any time? Yep. Uh, then I'm going Storm minus 12 and a half. I think they'll cover that over there against the Warriors. Okay. I think they'll uh, they'll get a bit of roll on. They'll do that quite comfortably. And then I've also this is a oh the Crichton one's maybe a bit of a smoky. It's just who sort of gets the tries. I think there's going to be plenty tonight. Uh, the Knights. I'm going the Knights for the win. Two dollars sixty. I thought that's not bad value. Doggies have been going alright, but uh, they haven't played the best opposition last few weeks. And Knights. At home, surely have to pull out something sooner or later. I don't know if they rely on Ponga too much, and they did have a few games where they actually played 
a bit better with Hoy at the back, even though Ponga is a lot better than him. So, yeah, I'm going for the Knights. That was 260, so I thought that's value. Nice. So Angus Crichton, Angus Crichton, anytime. Storm to cover the line, 12 and a half, and the Knights head to head. Yeah. Love it. What's that paying, Cobbs, if you've got that in front of you? Uh, 18.90. I love it. I love it. That's good. What are we doing fantasy-wise, Cobbs, while we've got you? Uh, I've got two trades at the moment. A Ponga, gone. It was a risky one, and it was looking good early, but <laughs> ah, that hurt. So I'm going him to Dewey with the news of Brooks. I think that'll, uh, that should give his stocks a bit of a rise. Although, what's DJ Warrior, what have you said about him? Because you usually have I a little love mail. You love him? Okay. Oh, well, locked in, locked in then. And the other one, Cooler, um, bringing in for feeder for Cooler. Nice. I like it. So, yeah, I've still got a few trades up my sleeve. Like, I think you said it. Six weeks still to go. Like, I've just went through two fullbacks in two weeks. So, I don't know if I want to just – a lot of the other trades I see, think are a bit sideways. Um, so, I've got Marnie there. I feel like he's just going to have to tackle his ass off and get an all right score. Harry Grant, I was going to go to. That's the other one I'm sort of hovering over. Nice. I like it. Well, Corpse, thanks for stopping by, mate. We'll check you on the show on Tuesday, yeah? Too easy. See you, boys. All right, mate. Have a good weekend. See you, Corpse. All right. Let's keep going, boys. Let's go to Wayne Tapu. Hey, guys. Haas or Teddy? And your thoughts on Olakowatu? Is he a hold? That, that's an interesting. Why don't we break that down? Because I don't think the Haas Teddy one I think we've covered enough. Olakowatu is a big one, boys, because he had a really bad week last week. Dropped a ton of cash after being around eight hundred k himself. Let's just see where he's kind of fallen in today. Seven hundred forty four k here, Riley. What's your thoughts on this one? Because seven hundred forty four k to hold a gun edge like this on a declining form, and who knows how his teammates are going to respond to him sitting out a game as well. What's your thoughts on maybe holding or maybe selling him this week? I've never really liked Ola Kuwato as a fantasy player. I just think he's too inconsistent and there's better, safer options there. When you look at him, you've got DC on that right edge with him, who I think is probably going to feed him plenty of ball on the run home. So I would hold this week, providing you have adequate 18th man cover. Yep. <laughs> Otherwise, you might have to sell him, but with only four trades remaining, uh, just as Corp said, I mean, it's potentially sideways, uh, getting another gun edge in for Olaquatu. With his break-even, Jay Warrior, at 82 this week, the guy that I would bring him in, I would actually punt him. I would sell him for David Fafita, like you're doing, get that money, and I think Fafita's actually an upgrade on him. It's just the pricing and the injuries, right? 100%. I think you'll watch the next game he plays, and I'd say all those boys will come out pretty hard, and they'll represent Manly. I'd get on Manly 13-plus next week. Um, But... You're missing out on 50 points this week when mm. who doesn't need 50 points and you're going to move to someone that's more reliable and with a higher ceiling. So, yeah, get on the defeated train. Yeah, I think with six rounds to go, if there was 10 rounds to go, I'd say probably hold him. But with six and you're competing, that 50 points I think is going to be very, very valuable. But some good chat there, boys. Ryan Eddington now. Now, I think we've covered that one. Sorry, boys. Keep going. Let's go to Simon Foley. Now, he's got seven trades left, a lucky bugger, and 54K. Now, he's got Talon May as his 18th man, which is also very, very good. He wants to go to Embi, though, which allows him to turn Marnie into Cookie. 
Now, he can also do low low to Fafita as a third trade or just by itself with the first two. Leaves me four trades for injury. Jay Warrior, he's in a really good position there. He's been, you know, very good with his trades here, man. Like, for guys like yeah. Simon, I think you can send it, right? Because he's got so much left in the bank. Yeah, you, you don't want to leave your run too late. And if there's no injuries, you won't gain any ground. So if you can gain ground, yeah, send it now. But I want to make a big uh, plug for Reese Robson. He's averaging 60 this back half of the year. And so if you can't go to Cook, Cook's 920000 Dollars, I think. Whereas Reese Robson is seven sixty, I think. So it's a it's a good way to save one hundred and fifty k, and you're only maybe losing five points around on averages. So um, definitely start looking at Reese Robson. Hold on, Jay Warrior. Now you don't think Valentine Holmes is going to hold his try scoring <laughs> record, but Reese Robson, who's scored six times in what one, two, three, four, five times in the last seven games. That's the reason why he's scoring 60s. You think he's going to keep it up? Yeah. Well, look at his base stats as well, though. They're pretty consistent. He makes it, he doesn't fall off tackles. He holds his tackles. He runs the ball a lot. Any halfback that runs creates a lot of attacking stats, whether they be line breaks, line break assists, offloads. He's a chance. And Reese Robson will probably actually play better at the back end because he's a go-forward uh, dummy half. So as soon as they get the roll on, he's scooting and going. So, yeah, I, I think he could go – he might not get tries, but he'll definitely pick up on attacking stats. I don't mind him. I do think he's the third-best hooker, but I just wanted to challenge you on that one because you hate my man, Valentine. Now, next question. Joseph Smith, he wants to go Moses and Cola to Grant and Butcher. Now, Riles, this is a pretty – we, we talked about Moses, rocks and diamonds, but I think that's a a hold. I just think he's got to find a different way to Harry Grant. Like, I, I just, he's got a second option there. Oh, sorry, he's got Marnie and Cola. I like the second bit of it, right? Because yeah. I think Reed Marnie to Grant is a massive upgrade, and then I think Cola to Butcher is a massive upgrade. He's also got Booth in his emergency as well. I like the second part, Ross. Yeah, definitely, TK. And... I've got Booth too sitting on my bench. He's my only hooker cover now if I do decide to trade Marnie this week. So, yeah, I do like that option. It is an upgrade. I'd say Grant, while he's in a better team also, he's more consistent. And then Butcher to Cola, well, that's possibly a 20-point upgrade. Yeah, I like it. Scott Barnes used to Haas. Marnie to Butcher. Leaves me no hooker cover, but we'll pick up Cotter next week. Jay Warrior, what's your thoughts? I think... Cotter, for me, is just too high risk with that hamstring. But what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, I like the fact that he's got a plan. So he accepts that he's not mm. going to have hooker cover this week. Okay, he'll get through this week. And then he can. he's obviously keeping a couple of trades up his sleeves. He might uh, then think, oh, Reese Robson's going good, and he'll pick him up next week rather than, uh, than Cotter. But, you know, he's got a plan, and I think he can pull that trigger – uh, safely. You know, the good thing is, but if he's got Harry Grant in there, Harry Grant plays Friday night, so he'll cover is regardless because he'll just play. So it's a pretty good trade if you do have Harry. The only thing is if you've got someone like a Reese Robson, which is a chance as well, they don't play till Sunday 4pm. So you run the risk that COVID could happen, all that sort of stuff. So I think it's one of those things here, Scotty, that if you've got Harry Grant, just send it because you'll be fine. 
All right, next question. Brenton Vickery. Now, he's got four trades left. Everyone does, Brenton. Now, wanted to call that to Butcher, but he's 20K short here. Do I burn another trade to bring him in or hold? What's your thoughts on this one, Riley? I'd hold there, TK. You don't want to be spending a second trade to possibly bring in Jay Warrior's favourite man, Moses Emboy. <laughs> so, yeah, I would definitely hold there. I'm actually thinking now Dean Mariner might be a really good shot. I really enjoyed watching him play. All right, Liam Collins. Hey, lads. Cheeky pod captain, Hines or Tarpany. I don't think either of the well, – I don't think Hines is a pod captain, but Tarpany definitely would be a, a – who have they got this week? They've got the Titans, which is interesting. Jay Warrior? And they're getting – Tarpany's getting good minutes. So, yeah, if you want to take a punt, that is a punt all right. No one else will be captaining Tarpany, so – yeah, I like it. Yeah, let's see if he's actually come up on the statistics.com. They've usually got a pretty accurate captaincy. Let's have a look. Is he on the sheet? No. The last guy is Isaiah Yo at 1%. So he's if he's get someone's captaining him, he's definitely not on that top what, 15 or so. I see too, TK. Um, Elliot's minutes have dropped in the last couple of weeks, mm. and Tarpany and um, Papali have picked him up. So, yeah, it is a good option. Yeah, definitely. Jordan Gibbons. Hey, fellas, who do captain out of Cleary, Cook, Teddy and Hines, Manu, leading towards Teddy versus Depleted? Look, Jordan is a massive risk to go Teddy tonight, but if you're willing to play, you know, if you're risk-friendly, I would definitely go Teddy today. He scored an 88 last week, so if you kind of want to make up some ranks, you're going to have to make some moves, so you're going to have to move away from Cleary, so do it, man. All right, next question. Liana, she wants to go. Heinz for Capitano. Definitely, Liana. Lock that in. Figure with Luai out better than Cleary. I love that part. Now, she's on the Valentine Holmes train. She's going, listen to this one, Jay Warrior. She's going big. She's sending it. Papi to Cookie. Ramsey to your man, M-Boy. Adam Elliott to Val Holmes. Cola to Haas. You know what? For someone sending it and someone that doesn't care about her trades... I like this, and I really like this a lot. Jay Warrior, you're a little bit more conservative than me. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I think she's drinking the TK Kool-Aid. And, uh, yes, she's definitely – well, I can't say she's balls out, but uh, she's definitely putting it out there. And that's – yeah, I hope hope it goes good for her. But I would probably just keep one up my sleeve because – but she said she's got a good squad, so maybe she's got some good 18th and 19th people cover. So, yeah. No, I like this. Like, I just think with Cookie and Haas, two guns in their positions. Val Holmes, like I said to Jay Warrior, he's going to absolutely fly on this way home. I wish I had more money. And then you get Adam Elliott. And like the observation that Riley just made about his minutes coming right back, maybe he will only be a 50-point player moving forward. And I think he's well overpriced now at 700 grand. So you're going to get some good money out of that as well. Okay, Marcus L. Lobo, who's Wolfie. Hey, guys, wanted to get in Haas, but he's short 7K here. Now, he can sell King, Nakora, Talakai, or Tago to get him in, or Gilbert to get Carrigan instead. Sold Cooler and May for Teddy in a cheapy ready. Now, Riley, let's break this down, because the thing with Haas, I think he's a five-point better player than Carrigan, but... Carrigan's literally played a lot more footy this year, and he's been very, very valuable. And out of the two of them, he's the pod, not Haas. Anything can happen in these last six games. If I was Marcus, for me, I would probably go the Carrigan route to be a little bit different. 
And I'd probably keep a lot of those guys that he's wanting to sell, especially Talakai and Tago, who have that versatility of the centres and edge as well. And they're playing very good teams. Exactly right, TK. And, yeah, I would stick with that. I wouldn't go trade happy um, and just get Haas in for the sake of it. And just as well, like, what's to say Kevy doesn't rest Haas or reduce minutes just to manage those AC joints? Uh, and Carrigan picks up some extra minutes just before they kick into the finals. Mm, good observation for sure. All right, next question, boys. Adam Sargent, evening last. So he's ranked 7,000. He's looking to settle for finishing the top 5,000. Thoughts on my all, sorry, thoughts on my all or nothing play. So, Jay Warrior, this, I haven't had a chance to ask you about Jamal Fogarty. I brought him up on the pod this week, but have you had a sneaky look? Yeah, he was really fantasy relevant when he played at the Titans. And he looks like he's finally sort of got control of the team at the Raiders because it's always sort of been uh, run by, oh, who's the six? Whiten. It's always been run by Whiten, but it looks like Fogarty's starting to take a little bit of ownership. And I think you're spot on by sort of saying he's going to average 50 coming home. I don't know if I'm, I'm, if I'm Adam, if I want to put the captain on him. Uh, <laughs> if you want to get to 5K... It's slow and steady. So get on Hines or get on uh, yeah, get on one of the reliable people because if Fogarty scores 45 and Hines scores 75, you lose 30 points. It's just not worth the risk. So play that part safe, but by all means bring Fogarty in. Just don't captain him. You know what? What about the old team narrative? They've kicked him out of the Titans. And he gets to play his home team back on the goal case. He wants to send it this week. He wants to go somehow from five to seven. This might be the big play here, Jay Warrior. It could be, but if you go from seven to nine, it's a lot further away from five. So you've <laughs> got to know what is – play the percentages and take the risks in the right spots. I don't believe this is the right spot. If you said how many weeks has Fogarty outscored um, – Hines or um, Cleary, the answer would be zero. Uh, So why is it going to happen this week? It's a real punt, and it's just not a percentage play. You know what? No, no. Hold on. He outscored them both last week. Oh, true. Okay, once. (laughs) How often do players, especially inconsistent players, go big, big? Adam, they'll go big, quiet, big, quiet. Adam, I'm telling you right now, mate, you've just got to do this, bud. You've just got to. There you go, Adam. That's just for you. Send the shit out of that. Absolutely send it. But good analysis there, Jay Warrior. Now, Riles, next question, Sammy. Sammy wants to know, Sam Hayes, David Fafita and Latrell Mitchell, versus bringing in the pair of the Roosters, Butcher and Teddy. Who would be your preference? That's a tough one, and it's hard to split them. I suppose the only benefit with the Butcher and Teddy is you've got Butcher's Jewel, which could be handy to cover some mids on the run home. You've got Fafita, who's probably a 50- to 55-point player. Trell, as we saw last week, had a downtick in uh, points scored. But, yeah, Butcher and Teddy look pretty safe on the way home, and I'd nearly lean towards them, I think. Yeah, nice. 
So yeah, I think so as well, especially with that Manly game that they've got on tonight as well. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going on. Oh, look at this. The support is just starting. Look at this, Jay Warrior. Michael, TK for the wing. Val kills it on the way home. I love it. There you go. Bowie. Do you know Bowie? Do a challenge, TK man up and put something on the line. Well, we're trying to figure it out. He tries to make me drink eggs, but he does it every day. Where else are we going with this? We've got to give some more. About a spoon of chilli sauce oh. or something. That would always be a fun one. But I like chilli sauce, mate. That will be tough on yeah. you. Oh. Cole Lomas, yeah, come on, Jay Warrior. And by King Cashdown. There you go. He's going after you as well. A lot of haters there for you tonight there, Jay Warrior. Now, let's go to one of our regulars, Iparima. Now, Jay Warrior, he wants to think about holding Frizz or Arrow on the bench for the run home. Got five trades, so he's in a pretty good position. Got an extra trade more than everyone else. But out of Frizz and Arrow, who would be your hold? Probably Arrow. Frizz has just Mm. been copping a few injuries. We know he's playing under needles. So if he could cop a rest or get some minutes off, they're probably going to rest him. So I'm probably leaning to Arrow. Bunnies are right in that mix for the eight, so they're going to go hard. Yeah, I think so as well. Now, Riles Drew, he wants to know, who we should we keep between May, Tago, and Carras? Interesting one. Two Panthers and a doggy there. Who's your Who's your thoughts to keep? Well, a couple of weeks ago, I had the choice to trade either Tango or May, and I ended up having to trade May just because he is that little bit more expensive. I needed the cash. Mm. I think the news with Luai uh, out for the next six weeks Attacking stats might dry up on that left edge for the Panthers. So May would probably be my last choice. I would probably put Karaz at the top of that tree and Tungo in second. Love it. So I'd hold Karaz, I think. I love it. Guess what, Jay Warrior? Adam Sargent is sending it. Fogs is my captain. I love it, Adam. Well done, brother. All right, Lovely let's next get week. going. <laughs> We've gone through that one. Sorry, Deacon, already. Now, Devonte. Now, your man here, Jay Warrior, you were big on this guy about a month ago. Probably hasn't worked out as well as you thought it would, but are you holding Jerome Hughes for the for the rest of the run home, mate? Yeah, I am. Um, I'm holding him because I want to have a half in my reserves and – I'm playing him every week, but, yeah, he's a little bit disappointing. But he he does have a high game in him, and I'm quite a big fan of having high-ceiling players because they can win you, like if you're playing head-to-head, they can win you weeks. Mm. They can also give you boom weeks. Um, So high-ceiling players are always attractive to me, and Hughes does have a high-ceiling. I love it. All right, next question is from Peter Edwards. Now, he's coming 900th, so he's in a good spot. He's got 500k in the 553k in the bank. Now, his trades for this week is going uh, Xavier Savage to Cam Murray. Avili to Nat Butcher. He's going Jason Tamalo to Haas. We'll leave him one trade. He's sending it. Three emergencies are Kingy, which is pretty good. Kurt Mann and Penasini going all out to the top 100. But, Roll, that's a very impressive three trades, and then a very impressive emergency list. I don't think many people can gloat about having Max King, Kurt Mann, and Will Penasini on the emergency. Somewhere, he must have a stack of cash, or his team must be worth a hell of a lot of money. But what's your thoughts on this one? I'd like some of his salary, I think, for my own team. But, yeah, Savage to Murray, definite upgrade. Love that trade. Ability to Butcher, send that, and... Lolo to Haas, 
I don't know. Do you want to make three trades this week or not and only have one for the next five rounds? Interesting. I'd nearly... I'd be tempted to hold Olo just to see what happens with Cotter first. And then maybe, yeah, in two weeks' time when we think Cotter's minutes will increase, maybe go to Haas then. Yeah, I like it. All right, boys, we'll go for a couple more minutes. Next question is Mitchell Gibson. So he wants to go read Marnie to Lolo or to Grant. Now, Jay Warrior, for me, if you're going to trade out Reed Marnie, like I know we talked about maybe the gauntlet, but I'll upgrade him straight to Harry Grant or a Damien Cook. I don't think you can play around with it, especially if you do want to have at least two hookers. What's your thoughts? Yeah, there's only two options. If you're getting rid of Mahoney you got, or Marnie, you've got to get get him to Grant or Reese Robson. <laughs> well, it just makes more sense money-wise, right? You, those two for sure, because they're only another 100 grand up. To go to Cookie, you're going to have to spend another 250 so it's a good call there. From my man, Jay Warrior. All right, a couple more questions here. We'll go to Matty Thompson here, boys. He's got 400K, four trades, and currently 18th man is Will Kennedy. I love it. And because RFM and Ponga are down, the poor fella. Should he go Ponga and Palacia to Haas and Sawali? Great looper for the weight, home center cover, and plays Thursday and Friday. Now, boys, Joseph Sawali is an interesting one. Andy brought him up on, uh, I think, yesterday or Tuesday. I can't remember one of the things. He's at 485K, so he's getting expensive. But we expect the Roosters to score plenty of points tonight. But, Riley, what, what's your thoughts first? Haas and Suwali to pick up. I can see the sense in picking up Suwali with that jewel, But I don't really like bringing in a mid-ranger. Oh, he's going to loop him. Depends what his team's like. Is he going to play him as his 18th man then? If he is, well, I agree. But if he's going to put him down to his 19th man, I wouldn't be going uh, spending that money on Sawali. Nice. Yeah, Yeah. definitely go. All right, Jay Warrior, your last comments for tonight. What's your thoughts on this one? He does have the great Will Kennedy, though, as his 18th man. Yeah, well, you know my thoughts on Will Kennedy. Well, I just want to say that uh, I love Suwali. Last week, I was just oh in love. Teddy to Suwali tries, and then Suwali to Teddy try, and I was looping Suwali. So I was just like a pig in mud last week, and I hope it happens again tonight. Um, and that's the reason I'm keeping Suwali as my 18th man because I got him cheap, to be fair. But he does have the, he covers my centre and my wing fullback, and he again can put on a performance. I think he's going to be one of the superstars of our game in the next 10 years. So over the next 10 years, he's definitely an origin player in the making. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was it for the live Q&A. Really appreciate you joining us. I'll bring it out on audio for people that's just only just tuned in for a few minutes there. So you'll see it in the entirety this week. But boys, have a really, really good round. Jay Warrior, thank you for your thoughts tonight, even though that we disagreed. I love it when we disagree because it gives, gives us some really good things to talk about, mate. Nah, no problems. And I just want to give a shout out to my little mate, uh, Johan Vakir. He's uh, still working tonight and I left him to it. So, uh, yeah, I hope he enjoys this tomorrow when he listens to it. I love it, Johan. Big shout out to you. Riley, another great, mate, great performance tonight. I've, I really enjoyed some of your, your insights. Thanks for stepping in and we'll check you again next week on the, the show, man. Thanks, TK. Good to be here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was it for the week. Hope everyone has a great fantasy round, and we'll check you on Sunday for the Sunday wrap. Shooter should be back, so Shooter, me, 
and Nicole. So we'll check you then. Catch you guys.